No matter how high-tech, highfalutin, lazy, or foo-foo America gets, we will never stop hunting and fishing. This is The Hunting Quest. The Hunting Quest. We take one hour of every week and talk about our favorite things in the world, hunting and fishing. You'll get tips and help on the fishing environment locally in the DMV area. Plus, we're going to have fun along the way. This is The Hunting Quest. And now your hosts, Mike Tippin and Mark Davis. All right. Okay, so today is uh, October something. Yeah. We're waiting for a link. November. Uh, no- oh, shh. November yeah. something. <laughs> November 4th. November 4th. That's the month before December. Right. December being the month that Christmas is in. Hey, can we get a link? She's going to send it to us. Is she going to send us a link? Okay. So. Yeah. All right. So today I'm a little close to Mike. Let me fix that there for you. Are we looking all right? Okay. I don't, shoot. I don't know. I think we, I think we still, still have some music in the background. It's okay. It's a whole other story. Um, yeah, we're just going to have to deal with that for a little while. So today is November 4th. Um, it's like 75 degrees outside of there. Yeah. Really weird, right? Weather's <laughs> been strange. Everything's strange. Um, if you've been out there trying to hunt, I'm sure you're having a hell of a time. A lot of guys haven't really getting much. I've been Dude, doing a lot about there. Yeah, my brother's, um, he's out in uh, Missouri, Wichita. No, yeah, yeah Wichita, outside of Wichita. Yep. Wichita Falls, Connecticut? No. Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Uh, but he, yeah, so he's outside there, and he's like, dude, he gets it so hot. Um, I mean, just like ridiculously hot. The deer's patterns are off. Everything's off. It's, you know, it's it's just absolutely crazy. So, well, it was like when, um, at one point, you got your, yes, I got it. So at one point, Anna was like, hey, I'm so excited. It's uh, um, fall and da 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 da. It's going to be cold. I was like, oh, no. It's going to be 80 again at some point. It just, it always happens that way. You know what I mean? It never stays cold. So yeah. I wasn't too surprised. I was at work on Thursday and everyone was like, oh man, it's going to be so, you know, uh, so cold and this, that, and the other. Da, da, da. And I was like, well, you know, I kind of saw it coming. So, I mean, this is, I, I would say this is the most fall like uh, weather we've had in a while. Yeah. Well, and not just that, but the, like the leaves, you know. Yeah. Dude. Normally they come, they fall right off. And yeah, they don't get them very long. I, I can tell you, I think you know, I was stationed in Maine when I was in the Navy, very first day duty station I was ever stationed at, and everybody talked about you know how amazing the colors were in the fall, you know, and all that stuff. And I, you know, I was like, first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, this is absolutely amazing. You know, this is the coolest thing ever. And no kidding, it's beautiful. We had a Maine fall. I mean, the colors that you saw here this year were just, they're just and they still are, you know. They're falling off quick because a little bit of breeze came through. But, man, it's just – it's gorgeous. Yeah, it literally went um, – because so my mother always calls me this time of year. Right. And she's like, oh, I was going to come up and see the leaves and this and that. And then she actually um, was going to come up, and I was like, no, this is the time to come up. I have never seen yeah. the leaves actually look this nice. I mean, yeah. they look really, really good. Everything was nice. Like I said, we'd never, ever have a fall like that. And, uh, you know, we, we went below freezing pretty quick. Yeah. So, um, yeah, kind of surprised that this week we've had all this warm weather, but not surprised to see me. Like I said, yeah. that stuff happens all the time. But uh, so I guess we'll see what what goes on from there. Yeah, but the deer, you know, I, I do feel bad for anybody who's out trying to deer hunt right now, man. It's a, it, it's two spoils. Number one, you, you don't, you know, if, if you were trying to pattern a deer, um, when it was a little bit cooler, everything's changed, and the ruts, you know, at least out in Kansas, Missouri, the rut will be here in another week, week and a half. 
So then you have no pattern whatsoever. Um, and for the bow hunters that are out there trying to get, you know, trying to get a deer patterned and, and be able to do something with them and, and, uh, and all of that, that that's frustrating. Then the rut comes and, you know, you never know what you're going to see. And then, <laughs> and then once, you know, say you do get lucky enough to shoot a monster buck or you, you know, pull a doe tag because you, you, know, <clears throat> earned a, you know, you're doing your earn a buck program. Um, <laughs> as soon as you shoot them, you've got to get them cooled off. You know, you got to get the deer cleaned and, you know, gutted. And I mean, it's, it's a lot of work and, you know, Doing that when it's hot sucks too. So, well, that's another thing too. In the past, where if uh, I can remember being out hunting and if I didn't find the deer that night, I get the next morning. Yeah. Well, when the weather's like this, that kind of yeah. kind of ruins that opportunity. Oh, absolutely. Now, because absolutely everything will get in them. It's uh, but I'd say what is weird too. At the same time, <clears throat> everyone's been saying that they they've been having a hard time, but I have seen some massive bucks walking yeah. around. That's what you so were talking just, about. I'm that. so confused. Everybody's like, oh, I can't get anything. I'm like, well, well. It's just not coming into the food plots. What I see. But you're also seeing deer that aren't pressured. You're seeing deer that aren't nor, that aren't generally hunted. Um. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like the other day we drove by, I literally stopped the car. Oh, there was a field. I literally stopped the car. I looked over and I was like, I have not seen bucks that big. Just wandered around like in my entire life, and there was like three of them together. Yeah, and they were just massive. So you know what we call that? It, well, so I'll, never I'll, happen again once in a lifetime. That's well, no, 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 that. no. When when we're out in Missouri, um, you know, on, on, if the day's just kind of blown, and or you're middle of the day, and you're not hunting, or you know, you got some other stuff going on, and you're you're kind of driving, you know, you drive around looking at, you know, in Missouri, there's fields everywhere. You know, there's massive, massive fields for as long as you can see. So if you go out there, we call it auto stalking. Not that you're shooting from the car. You're just, you got binoculars and you're looking out in these fields and you'll see 10, 20, 40, 50 deer at one time. And just, I mean, there's monsters and then there's these does. And I mean, it's just, it's so cool to watch um, if you're into that type of thing. But I, I just, I, I love it. I think it's the coolest thing ever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we literally drove by some soybean field. And yeah. I looked over. And well, first there was a car stop because a deer had ran into a fence and was bunching around. That's what's going to looked over. And there had to be like 40 deer out there. There's some oh, yeah. massive, massive bucks. Uh, we went the other day and I was going through, and we have a lot of uh, apple orchards. I was trying to think, I was going to call it a vineyard for a minute, but <laughs> apple orchards. And there was a buck that had got stuck in one of those big fences. Oh, Jesus. Those like 20 foot high fences. Yeah, those high fences. And stuff. it was a little spike there, but he got out, but God, he was just fleeking it out. And I was about to get out of the car and help him, but I was like, I can't do it myself. Yeah. This thing wind up just destroying oh, yeah. me. So oh, yeah. I, I, I kept going. Yeah, those guys will beat you up. That's for sure. So, didn't really put a lot of prep in today. Um, nah, but about what we're going to talk about. I know there's a lot of stuff going on in general. Yeah, but I this mean, time of year. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty easy. Um, I don't know. Um, well, we had a pretty structured, we had a pretty structured talk last week, and I think that was pretty cool. I, I, I really enjoyed the talk. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, it was kind of cool because the next day I went out and um, using crankbaits and having a good time fishing, and I caught my uh, you know, personal best out of this pond, that five-pound bass. Oh, I wish you Instagram. had that, that picture. Uh, I do. Somewhere. Well, sh we can't because then it's there. It's on, the, it's on Instagram. No, but that was the whole big joke about the, the picture. <laughs> yeah. so, so she sends me that picture, and you have your hand in the, in the yeah, bass's yeah, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I said, is he just showing you that he has small hands? <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the on ongoing joke with Mike having small hands. Yeah. Um, so he takes this bass, and he's trying to shove me the mouth as he puts his hand in his mouth. <laughs> and I was like, that's a really good really good uh, observation how small your hand is. I guess I don't know what that was yeah. supposed to be. But that was a pretty big fish. Yeah, it was. He was a, he was a no, good we, size fish. So. We went over a lot of stuff last week. We did. A lot, of, a lot of stuff in a small amount of time. 
Um, that hour gets by quick, especially when it you does. have like a structured idea of what you want to talk about. Yeah, it, it gets you. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about. Well, we talked a little bit about deer hunting, and we got to talk about ducks. I do want to talk about ducks since we do have some ducks up coming up. I do want to touch base a little bit on some about hunting stuff a little bit. Cool. Um, nothing crazy, but just talk about that as the season right now. Yep. Um, well, let's start with ducks then. So, what's when does the season start? What's the start of the duck season? Uh, depends on where you're at and when the first break is and all this stuff. There's a lot to when when ducks actually start. Um, uh, you can hunt ducks now in Virginia. Yeah, I think uh, I'm thinking. And they have a resident. They have resident duck, non-resident. Like, so if you, you can. Right now to me, to say duck hunting sounds so weird because it's so warm Hot, outside. yeah. And I, it's, There's it's, no it's, snow and ice in Missouri. God, no. So when you say that, I'm you're supposed like, to have really crappy weather when you duck hunt. That's why all the duck hunting gear is so good. So, um, but I, the things that I wanted to really talk about are things that, um, you know, that we have people who ask a lot about, um, or at least come and talk to me about, right? And they talk about, hey, you know, how do I get into it, right? What do I have to do to be legal? And there's a lot, a lot of things from a legal perspective you have to do in order to go out duck hunting. And it's not cheap. Um, and and uh, Travis, uh, our bow, you know, the bow fishing guy and duck mm-hmm. hunting guy and all that stuff. I don't know if know. Travis has a last name. I've never heard it. Yeah, it's Travis Dutch. But, uh, oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Every time it's just Travis. Like, when you said Travis. it, I was like, I don't know what Travis is. Everybody knows him as Travis, yeah. though, you know. Um, but um, so – to kind of get people down that same path that or an understanding of where they need to be from a duck perspective. <clears throat> so you have to buy a federal duck stamp, right? Yes. Cause fe- ducks are federally. Yep. Regulated, regulated all that stuff. And the, the money that you buy the stamp from or the money that you use to buy the stamp goes to conservation efforts to protect wetlands. So the ducks can, can, can continue to be in the places we want them to be to shoot and enjoy and have a great time with. Right. So you got to buy your duck stamp. And there's there's two things about a duck stamp you got to be careful with. So you used to be able to buy them from the the post office. Unfortunately, I went to the Leesburg post office. Well, I think it's now it's like what post office yeah. wants to have them. Yeah. Well, the Leesburg post office says we're not carrying them anymore. I don't understand how that's possible. I don't either. It's a I, damn I mean, stamp. So it's a it's a federal building to oh, yeah. do federal things, and they say we don't want to participate in giving yep. out duck stamps. So yep. to me, that's strange. But so. You can also go online and you can order your stamp. I I am I'm habitual in the in the notion of I love to go out and buy my physical stamp, so I know I have it. But for for people who do the online thing, well, really quick, why don't you explain that exactly what a stamp is? Okay, so these stamps are you know they're they're called duck stamp federal duck stamps, and they they look and they're just like a regular stamp. They're just big and they they're worth twenty five dollars. That's what you have to pay for them. And in order to go, in order to duck hunt, that's the first stamp that you have to buy from a federal perspective. And they've always been sold at the post office, right? Um, And without this stamp, once you get it, you're supposed to sign it and you keep it in whatever you're going, you know, wherever you're going to. um, You've got your duck stamp and it is signed. See, it looks like an actual stamp. Yep, it does. Different pattern every year. That's what it looks like. And that's the so big little thing. 25 in the corner. Yeah. yeah, that's what they look like. This is 2022. Yep. This is this year. And I love it. Um, a lot of people collect them. They, I, they, I do. They buy one to use, yep. and then they buy one to frame up, and they frame them up in their little yep. sets. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they and the post office used to do it where they had these really cool sets, so you got this really big picture of it and all this other stuff. And it was slick, you know. Um, and I don't see that anymore. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, 
So once you get your stamp and you sign it, it's the first thing you do. You have to sign it. That is your federal That's federal federal payment. For you to hunt, but you're not there yet. Right. So that's the first step. Mm -hmm. The second step is going to be you have to get a hunting license, right? So in Virginia, you have a hunter's license. I I don't remember what the cost is. I think it's like $23 or $18 or whatever it is. I I have it auto-renewed, so... And it doesn't. Yeah. So, um, oh, well, let me go back to the, the duck stamp real quick. One of the things that they do is if you order it online, they'll send you an e stamp, you know, so you get your nice little paper and it's e meaning know, electronic. Right. So um, you get your e stamp in. And once you get your e stamp in, you've got, um, you take your e stamp, but it's only good for a certain period of time. Right. So at, on the 1st of January, those e-stamps expire. So if you don't have your physical stamp by then, you're hunting illegally because you have to have a signed duck stamp with you. And you've got to have – and an e-stamp doesn't count. And, and I know this because me and Allie actually ran into it. I didn't know this a few years ago. And, you know, I had my e-stamp thinking, oh, yeah, you were, we're fine. And we didn't get a ticket. We didn't get pulled over. We didn't have any. We didn't run in. We didn't have a run in with any law enforcement. But our guide that we were with actually said, "Hey, I need to check your stuff." And when he did, he was like, "Where's your duck stamp?" I was like, "We got the e stamp." He was, "It's only good for this time." Well, see, it's weird because I know, like, well, and this goes back to state stuff or federal stuff, but like your fishing licenses. Yep. Like, here you go. So I found. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the world we've become. Oh, yeah. It's it's a lot of that. I still print them out. Oh, yeah. So I'll, I'll have it on the phone. I do, too. And then I print one out and I stick it in the tackle yep. box. In case my phone's dead. That, or if I just sometimes I like to take my phone. Yep. Because I don't want to drop it. So if I don't have it, I won't drop it. <laughs> I'm the same it. way. And then I'm, I'm guaranteed to probably catch a really big fish if I can't take a picture right. of it. Right, of course. So it's all kind of weird. Yeah, right. I like that. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> so now we've talked about that and the cautionary tale of don't just stick with your e-stamp. And the other one is sign your duck stamp, right? So you sign it, you're, you're good. Um, so we've, we've covered this federal duck stamp. The second part that you have to go to is, like we kind of mentioned, is your actual hunting stamp for your state. So if you want to hunt here in Virginia and you're a Virginia resident, you buy your Virginia resident hunting license. So now you've got your hunting license, $23, whatever it is, um, plus the $25 for the stamp. Well, now you're, you know, getting a little bit pricey. So um, you've got your hunting license. You do not need a deer tag. You don't need any of this other stuff. What you do have to get in addition to this, now that you've got your hunting license from the state, you have to buy a state stamp, a state conservation duck stamp, and that's ten dollars. Right, Virginia stamp. Go ahead. And then the last thing that you that you all should get, and it's free. It's called a HIP number, H I P, um, Hotel India Papa. Um, so the HIP number um, is free when you go to buy your license and you buy your your state stamp, um, and this is one of the things I think that Virginia, their app, uh, the Virginia um, Wildlife does well. If you go and you download the app and say, hey, I need a license and or I need to figure out what I'm doing. And it says, well, what are you doing? You know, what what do you want to hunt? And if you say ducks, it'll put everything that you need into one um, into into your cart and you check out. Um, and that's pretty cool. 
I think that that's pretty cool. I, w- I wish other states did that. Maryland doesn't. Um, Virginia does. I think Missouri does. I think Kansas doesn't. Uh, well, I know Kansas doesn't. Um, Arkansas does for waterfowl only. Um, those are the ones I can remember. So, so Virginia, annual migratory waterfowl conservation stamp. Mm-hmm. Residents or non-residents. Residents or non-residents. I don't know why I said like that. Residents <laughs> or non-residents. It's 10 bucks. Yep. Um, <clears throat> you can buy it in person or buy it online. I thought they'd have a picture of like a cool stamp, but I don't see it on here. You anymore. get one, but it's not that cool. Mm. It's never cool. Tisk tisk. Yeah. So how does it, you know, I don't know. We're not going to go into that, but I was going to go into the whole, if you're on the river and it's part by the Oh, God, no. Not, I can't I'm, even keep up. That's why, that's why you go with a guide, um, honestly. Um, in Virginia... Or Maryland, go with a guide. Just just bite the bullet. So what what you just said um, made sense, but it gets a little winded when you get it to explain it. You know oh God, I mean? yeah. Um, you can go on Virginia if you're gonna fish. If you're gonna ugh, duck hunt Virginia, you can go to Virginia's site. Yep. And literally the first page is ten steps that yep. you take to to be able to, to be the bird. And it's, it's everything you went over. A little more explaining, but really yep. it's everything you went over. So if you have to, you know, touch base on that again. Um, that is how to do it because it does. Yeah, it all gets complicated, and then I mean, I'm not talking about that too. Like we talked about before, God forbid if you don't have a limiter in your tube, <laughs> you know. And then depending on yep. where you're hunting, you know, oh, we yeah. talk about not, you know, you have to have steel shot and all that kind of stuff. Yep. For so the, lead's outlawed in every state. Oh, is it now yep. every state? It's outlawed okay. in every single state to hunt um, to hunt ducks. Period. So no lead shot. Um, everything is either steel or bismuth or tungsten or heavy metal or you know whatever it is so um so and that gets into something else i you know i i can't tell you whether or not lead was a you know these people shooting lead shot for whatever i i'm not going to get into that but i i do think that um it's it's neat that they somebody was conscientious enough to check to see if the lead coming out of your gun was causing a problem um, um, you know, it's one of those things where we, we talk about the, and this it sometimes irritates me. I don't want to get a soapbox when we start talking about this. I'll, I'll only touch them very, very quickly. <laughs> but if you I look, figured this would be If it. you look at the average of the data that they collect when it comes to your sportsman mm-hmm. or your, whatever you want to wear, your guy going on the weekend yeah. fishing and hunting and doing that thing versus your commercial impact. Yeah. The commercial impact Way is ninety nine point nine percent of everything that happens. And that point one percent is your sportsman out there. And sometimes I wonder the laws that they put on the sportsman to limit them to. I can't talk to that same life to <laughs> limit them or na- or enable them to yeah. catch. It is ridiculous because Agreed. I can't imagine it has that big of an impact when they'll show you a study and yet they'll they'll put these permits out for these. Not out of state, out of country companies yeah. to come in and do some crazy fishing outfits. I won't yeah. talk about where it is or what it is. But if, you, <laughs> if you're familiar with the Chesapeake Bay, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Right. And if you're part, you know, because everybody in that group is, is pissed. Oh, yeah. But I mean, the reality, and then you'll, they'll come out there, and they'll look at these guys' permits to not only go after something that we all, you know, we have to have because it's the bait fish, but then all byproduct they get to keep. And they literally allow them to keep the byproduct. Oh, yeah. So then they're not going to not target byproducts. What do they care? How can you prove right. what they are and aren't? And then they're just destroying the fishery. But God forbid they catch you with something that's two inches small. They're impounding you and your boat. I mean, obviously oh, yeah. that's not poaching, but real poaching. Oh, yeah. yeah. Next thing you know, everything's gone. Now, well, it's not just that, but you think of a non-commercial 
or, or a non-industry commercial fisherman. You know, um, who's the kid on um, on Instagram? Yeah, I, I, um, I say his, I can't remember his name, but uh, the crabber kid. Yeah, um, I love his Instagram stuff. It's really kind of cool. He's, he's cool. Um, but you, you look at his stuff, and that dude. Southern, I think Southern Girl's the name of the page. I don't remember. His name. I don't know. The dude freaking hustles, and you know, you see him out there as you know one or two crabbers trying to bust his butt to try to make a you know make a day. So, but that's but that's not the so yet again that's commercial fishing, and that has way more of an impact than your guy out there. Right, um, but you look at the industry crab necking. Yeah, but really, the, <laughs> I to that. The, that um, was funny. That the, was like the reality. Chicken necking, chicken necking. Sorry, I said crab necking. That didn't make any sense. So no, but really, when you look at it this way, you think about that. Even those guys who who are commercial people, right? Their their impact is so much less. They're out there working. Oh God, yeah, so much harder to get this, and then they're limiting their. I remember what happened recently with Maryland limiting the catch on that two of crabs. Yeah, I mean, it devastates, but. I'm talking about the trawlers that are just out there dragging everything out of the bay. Oh, yeah. And and just getting these permits from out, out of country, from Canada to come down and do this. It just blows my mind. Yeah. That that's what happens. But yet you're going to put so much pressure on these guys who are out there doing this other kind of stuff Luke, that aren't corporations. Luke McFadden. Luke McFadden. Sorry. Yeah, that's the guy um, on Instagram. I like him. I like him a lot. He, he works, I man. He even talked to him one day. I think oh, he, did he, he? I think he likes it. Follows our page. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, so I just find that it's really, really strange. Yeah. That... I, I, I would, you know, it would be really interesting maybe get a couple guys on from a couple different angles um, to do some crabbing, maybe a crab or maybe like an eel or maybe some of their watermen to talk about really what the the amount of, I don't want to call it harassment, but the amount of enforcement. I'd like to see. That's done on them versus the amount of enforcement on the big companies and then, and then the average guy out there fishing. I mean, yeah, I, I get you got to have, you got to have limits and you got to have control of it. But yeah. I mean, it's still... I don't know. I remember, and I, and I don't know if this is quite appropriate, but I'll, I'm going to talk about it anyways, because I can't word it the most politically correct. But when I would go fish down home, and we'd fish down in like Point Lookout, which is like Southern Maryland, there were a lot of a lot of like Asian people fishing, right? And, and when I mean Asian, I mean like literally like first generation Americans. Sure. You know? So they they didn't speak very good English. They come from a completely different culture. Sure. And their culture overseas sometimes. They fish to live, to live, survive. Yeah. So they go out there and they catch crabs, they catch fish, they catch whatever. Yep. That's why they they're eat whatever they're pulling in, and they 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 whatever they get, yeah, they sure. eat, and they mm-hmm. don't they don't think much of it. You know, this is what they get. I'm sure they have preferences, but you eat what you get. Sure. So those guys just keeping all the little fish. They don't care. They just keep whatever they get. You look at those guys, and then DNR shows up, yeah. and flips the cooler over and starts screaming out about and every little fish. Yep. And I understand it's still legal, and I understand that it is annoying too. At the same hand, like these guys keep all these little fish. I'm not getting shit tonight. But at the same point, like, do you really think that impact is anything? Do you think that in two weeks from now? Not a chance. You're going to feel that 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 ecosystem <laughs> no. that he was in is going to feel an impact because he kept some fish that were too small. Yeah, no. You know, but they're out there doing that. But yeah. yet we have all this commercial stuff going on destroying right. it. All... But now, now, caveat this Go before ahead. we get too far. Neither you or I are are condoning fishing illegally. No, 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 <laughs> so, no, 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 but no, I, no, no, I, just, no. Just, not, just to put that out there for everybody here, yeah. we're not condoning it by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not but saying I, that. I do get what you're saying. I just get really irritated sometimes oh, yeah. with, with that. And I get, you know what I get really mad about too, is state parks. These <laughs> Some of these guys in these state parks, man, some of these rangers yeah. and some of these natural resource police, don't be wrong, there's a lot of good guys. It's like anything else. But a lot of times you go in there and they are such arrogant jerks. Jerks, yeah. and you're just <laughs> you're just looking at them, and you're like, this is the this is the epitome of public land. Oh yeah, 
this is where I should be able to come out here. I should be able to relax. I should be able to do this. I should be able to fish yep. without you coming up here and barking and screaming at me yep. with this tacked out gear all of a sudden as a ranger. Right. Why are you walking around with M4s? I don't understand it. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, I can understand it like if you're a national park ranger. How, maybe if you're a game warden or something. Yeah. I'm talking about when I'm out there fishing on the shore yeah. and this guy's walking around checking fishing licenses. <laughs> and they're just, it's like a, I got walked up and a tack team came up on me. And I just think to myself, like, yeah, that's like not this, okay. This is the epitome yeah. of public land. This is the epitome of taxpayer dollars. Yeah. And you're going to come out here and harass me and tell me that yeah. I can't do something. You, you know, know it, it really kind of irritates Agreed. you. Yeah. And then it's like, and then they limit it more and more every year. You see the place yeah. where you used to be able to fish all night. You still do stuff. Now, yeah. oh, it's only these days you can yeah. fish. Or, or you can only come at night and fish. And then it goes, oh, you can't even fish at night anymore. Right. Oh, you can only fish here today. You can only fish if you're camping. Right. And I'm just like, why? How did, why are How did we, we get to this? Why are we losing our rights to, I don't know if rights is the right word because it's not a right, but why are we losing privileges. our ability, privileges to use public land? Sure. Because, why it's inconvenient. I yeah. mean, I don't understand what the, what the big issue is. Here's and something. And really quick, I want to say, yeah, no, no, you're good. And most of these places, we're only talking about four months out of the year, five months out of the year. In the winter, you think anybody's at Point Lookout not, or any of these places in the water? They're not there. This place is empty. Right. So for half the year, you have to do a bunch of work and keep track of this, but the other half of the year, you don't. Right. And they're just, I don't know. It just irritates me, and I, I see it happening more and more. Oh, yeah. And I, I just wonder, like. Here's something that I'll tell you, though, from my perspective. Um, and, and law enforcement has a really crappy job, and I, and I don't, you know, I don't, it takes a very special individual to be able to do that job and to do their job well, right? Are they, are, are they going to get things wrong? Yes. Are they going to get things right? Yes. Um, where's that line drawn? Well, okay, I get that. However, and 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 hats off, I got to give kudos. Loudoun County Sheriff's Department does a phenomenal job when they have to go to a call that involves some type of fishing incident, you know, like fishing, hunting type stuff. If they show up, the, at least the the deputies that I have seen, now I've never. I've never had them involved with me, but I've seen them, in, you know, over in Ashburn, there was guy fishing and, and somebody called the sheriff's department on them. And the, the interaction that the sheriff's department had was phenomenal. And, you know, the guy's like, are you here? You're fishing, you're doing great job. I don't wish that on anybody. <laughs> I don't care if you're a ranger. I don't care. You know, I don't wish that to have to walk up to somebody and say, Hey, I need to check your license. You know, uh, now, Here's the, that's fishing. You go up to a game warden. I have a lot, I, I, I have a, that job just sucks. Um, and, and the reason why, in addition to that, number one, like you mentioned, you're going to flip over some guy's cooler who's fishing there to eat, right? Probably not a good situation, right? But the other thing too is when you're interacting with hunters, every single person that you interact with is armed. And that's a tough place to be. Um, and you've really got to be, I mean, you could be the coolest I, guy I in the world, when, but they, can they overreact? Yes. When we talk about like commercial versus non-commercial, we don't That's really, different. we don't really have like a commercial deer harvest. Yeah, we kind of went on a tangent there, didn't we? Do you know what I mean? I, and yeah. those, those yeah. kind of things. And, and we don't really have too much of, of that going on. I think right. most of your calls around here they're going to deal with is probably either just they're checking spot check people Maybe. or they're getting calls now, but we, we have had plenty of deputies tell us before. Yep. That when we talk about like kids not being out in the woods, not yeah. doing things, not Why? doing because the second they go fishing the pond, someone's calling the police. The, Karen the shows second up. they 
go through and walk through somebody else's property. They're calling the police. Yep. And the kids are just, they, they don't want to do anything because uh-huh. every time that goes out there, it's ridiculous. Yep. Now, I, you know, I don't know at what point do you just, you know, I, I don't know. It's a tough it's, situation. It's irritating, you yep. know, when you see a lot of that happen. But I think at the end of the day, like I said, there, you have to have conservation. Yeah. And you have to have things. Sure. And it has to be a certain way. And don't get me wrong. I've dealt with plenty of DNR guys that walked yeah. up and were like, hey, catch anything, get your license. Yeah, here you go. Okay, yeah, man, have a good day. Yeah, cool. That's it. You yeah. know, and, it, it, and that's how it should should pretty much be. Yeah. You know, I watched a video where they said this was a perfect interaction. There was a guy that was fishing, and he was fly fishing. The guy said, the DNR guy walked. He said, I walked. He said, nope, all I just need, do you have the card? Pull, put the card up. Yeah. All right, there you go. Hey, keep fishing. Have a good day. That's yeah, all I don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah, I don't want to bother you. Just keep yep. doing what you're doing, and that's it. Yep. Now, I understand in some of those situations. Yep. like. Well, up north where they have those giant like salmon runs and you've got yeah. hundreds of people in the bank and yeah. you're trying to, you know, make sure everybody's legit, they make sure they're not fighting and all that yeah. kind of stuff. But that's they a, got some weird laws up there too. That's I a mean, whole nother world it of is. you know, it you is. can fish for two hours and yep. it's gonna shut down. Yeah, but yep. but but I refer to it as the average stuff we have around here. And sometimes I think that we have a little You got a little much. A little over over enforcement on things and, and sometimes in general. But but and, and here's the thing that I like. I've seen kids this is why I like coming into your shop. Um, I've seen kids that come in here and they buy fish and tackle and they get out and they go fishing. They're, they're buying hunting gear and they're going to go hunting and they're going to have a good time and everybody's having a really good time. Um, who's the girl um, that went to the NRA event with us? Katie. Katie. Um, I, you know. Oh, no, Katie's last name. I, I, yeah, Katie something. Yeah, so Katie's tough. You know, she's young. She gets out. You know, she, you know, I don't know if she fished. You know, she went bow fishing with us and, you know, it's cool to see, you know, I don't want people to think, oh, the next generation is just, you know, uh, whatever. She, her, and, and some of the other kids that have come in here that I've seen coming in and out and buying gear and having a good time and meeting with them and stuff like that, they, it, all hope is not lost. You know, they, uh, oh, no, there's, there's it's plenty, cool to watch. There's you know? plenty of, of uh, uh, kids yeah. that are into it. Yeah. And there's, there's, a, there's a whole different, there's a weird, a weird change in the world. Oh, yeah. And you have this, this really like weird, you know, super conservative push and super liberal push, and you're yep. both sides of that. Of course, you know most people probably fall over the middle. But sure. then you have things that have become trendier over the years that weren't trendy. Sure. And guns are is a, is a total different market than it used to be. Yeah. You know, before if you went to a gun store, you probably saw a bunch of wooden guns that were yeah. out there, wooden stock guns, and maybe a couple tactical guns, and that was about it. You know. Nowadays. The, the market's different. People do this, and they like it, and they collect it, and they make them their own, and the guns are different. And it's it's almost another outreach of ways for people to express themselves. Sure. And if you're not in the gun world, that sounds really weird. Oh, yeah. Like, if I was to say to you that people come in and build guns to their style or the way yeah. they want to be, and you didn't understand that, you'd be like, what are you talking about? If you look at, at like, the, the AR world, things of that nature, people buy them. And they just make different things. Like yep. it's that's why people have so many of them. Oh, yeah. And it's not because they have a bunch. Because oh, I think it's going to be the end of the world. I need to outfit an army of my friends. Yeah. It's because they, they. Oh man, I really wish I had a tan one. I'm going to build a tan one. Right. Oh, I saw so and so that had that. Oh, I really want to try that myself. So they they begin to customize and right. specialize. And, and are they getting you know things? Are they going to shoot distance? Well, that's going to be a different trigger, and that's going to be a different barrel, mm-hmm. and everything's different. You know, it's it's precision. The market so. is has so much more in parts and accessories yep. now than it ever had. I mean, there's so many different brands. 
so much different stuff, so much different things in the media. As much as the media is anti-gun, there's so much in the media that's pro-firearm. Right. And you see so much more of it. Like, there's there's pro-firearm celebrities. There was never any of that before. You never knew. <laughs> there there yeah. was, other than, like, Jerry Mitchell, like, you know, back in the day, he shot really fast. And the reason yep. everybody knew it was because this old guy that shot revolvers really fast. Right. But then there was nobody. <laughs> you go on now, there's all these companies, shirts and things and that right. kind of nature. Well, you had, Charlton, kind of you had Charlton Heston, too. Yeah, but I mean, that's, yeah, the, I, mean, that's, that's <laughs> I had to bring him up. That yeah. becomes a little more <laughs> controversial there. So people don't, but you know what I'm saying? Though? <laughs> I now, do, I now do, it's, I do. it's a different world. So yeah. it's funny to say, you know, I, I don't necessarily, we dwell on the negative things. Oh, we, yeah. And we really dwell on the, the what's wrong and what's going bad. Yep. And I'm not saying that there's not a lot of that going on, too. But sometimes when you look back, too, we, we forget quickly how much of the stuff is is still. We take ourselves too seriously, you know, a little, a little too, uh, yeah, too far. You know, yeah. I still have plenty of kids in here coming in the summer, it's riding cool. bicycles, coming to buy fish and lures, and telling me stories. Yep. You know, coming back and it's the greatest and, thing on the planet. You know, and it's fun and. And we never carried uh, like BB guns or anything like that, you know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, I just want BB gun. People look for BB guns for their kids. Yep. It's like the world cycles. We yeah. go through these little stents of, of everything's bad and everything's good and stuff, you know, back and forth, back and yep. forth, back and forth. Um, you know, and it, but it's also, it depends on where you live. And I tell oh, yeah. people too that areas kind of go through cycles. Oh yeah. And neighborhoods go through cycles. So like I can remember people saying. Like, they lived in a neighborhood, and they grew up there, and then as they got older, everybody kind of got older, and the neighborhood kind of changed. And oh, like, yeah. Kids don't trick-or-treat anymore. They don't go out and play anymore. They don't do anything. Well, maybe <laughs> How it's many not, kids you got in there's here? There's no kids left in the neighborhood. Right. And then as the neighborhood cycles back through, now all of a sudden you go through there one Halloween, and the whole place is packed. Oh, yeah. Because you know, you'll hear people tell you, oh, man, I think it's just dead. I don't think kids trick-or-treat at all anymore. Oh, and I'll yeah. talk to another person who will say, I went through 20 bags of candy. Yep. I had to stop doing yep, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's, it's, I don't even want to say it's regional. It's, yeah. it's literally just area it's just, to area. Yeah, to it's, it's, it's gonna how be. it's going to go. And and kids know where the best candy gets gets given out to. Uh, you know that. Well, right? I lived, I mean, so at one point, we when we were living in, in uh, Inwood, we lived in a neighborhood. And a lot of people didn't live in neighborhoods. They lived spread out. And they would all come to, to our neighborhood as a neighborhood. Yeah. And I mean, Concentrated I know, candy. I know there wasn't that many kids. <laughs> You can't do that, man. This is the time. I knew that there weren't, if we had 200 houses in the neighborhood. Right. And best case scenario, each house had four kids. We still had more than that in the, in the neighborhood. And you know that not each house had four kids, so you know that they were being trucked in to do that. Yeah. So it was really, really interesting to see those kind of things. But you always hear that. You know, we see people dwelling on things. Oh, it's this is it's so bad. Oh, it's awful. Oh, it's yeah. so terrible. And, and like I said, there are things that are, that are wrong. You know, yeah. there are things that are bad. And depending on how you look at it. But really the reality is I think it comes and goes. Yeah. It's up and down. And it is what it is. But it, we kind of went off on a tangent. And, and you know, I get where we went. I like the conversation. Um, but let's get back to duck hunting real quick. So uh, what else do you have to talk about duck hunting? Um, two things. So the other, you know, we talked about how you get all your licenses for duck hunting, right? Um, and then we've got to talk about how, you know, we want to make sure that we've got, um, we've got, you know, the right gun to shoot and what you're going to shoot and things like that. From a legal perspective though, um, you got to shoot steel. It has to be steel, bismuth, heavy shot, tungsten, whatever. I mean, you got that kind of money to shoot bismuth and heavy shot, you know, or bismuth and tungsten go for it. But I don't have that kind of money. Um, so steel's generally a pretty good one, but the one thing people forget, and I've done it, I've been guilty of this is that plug. You got to put a plug in your shotgun. You're not allowed to be able to chamber more than two rounds, and then one cycled in. So three rounds, that's all you get. So 
you know, you can reload. You can shoot at that same duck six, seven, eight, ten times. I mean, you know, if that duck's dumb enough to be there after two rounds, you you know, he probably needs to die. But um, but that plug will get you if without having that plug, you'll get a lot, a lot of I mean, that's a big fine. So um make sure you put a plug in there, make sure you're shooting steel shot, make sure that, you know, and and the other thing too, like you had mentioned, is go out and try to shoot some some skeet, shoot some. Yeah, if you haven't shot <laughs> duck in a while, you haven't got there and shoot some East, targets a little bit. East Coast duck hunting is way different than than like Midwest duck hunting. And what I mean by that is a lot of the ducks on the East Coast are are flybys, right? They're not decoying in. They're just flybys. And you got to be fast. And you got to be able to lead that duck the right way. And they're going, like bufflehead are going 100 miles an hour, it seems like. So you take down a bufflehead, you let them just right, cool, all right? Out west, everything's decoying in, and they're coming right in your face, and they flare out, and you know, and, and down south the same way, you know, got this nice flare, and the wings come out, and they're right in your face. It's almost like, I don't know, it's almost unfair. I mean, you stick your head up above the blind, and you're looking at fifty freaking ducks, and you're like, oh, wow, this is cool. Um, but um, get the practice in. You know, you don't want to shoot and and have cripples. You want to shoot and make sure what you're shooting goes down, and you know, clean kill. You're doing the right thing. Um, and if you're ever in doubt, number one, you can always send us something, you know, um, you know, send us something to the, you know, send us an email, find, you know, info at the hunting quest. We'll try to answer questions. Uh, game wardens love to answer these kind of questions. Um, you know, they've got a, a site there. You can answer questions, on, you know, but um, if you have never done it, take it, go out and go with a guide. Don't try to do this on your own the very first time. I think that's kind of a, a good idea in general. Yeah. If you can't go with somebody else. Yeah. Somebody else that doesn't knows, know what they're doing. Just, and, and not all, sometimes people pretend like they know what they're doing and they really don't. But. Well, you know, I was really thinking about this the other day. And I don't know how to do it, but mm-hmm. I really wish I could figure out a way to have like a pre-hunting seminar. Oh, yeah. Like I could bring people out. Every year. And I could be like, come out. I'll show you some of the stuff. We'll, right. we'll talk about how. The different types of stands. We'll talk about your yep. camo. We'll talk about your guns. We'll talk about when you should shoot, what you shouldn't shoot. Why are you shooting from a tree? Right. You know all those kind of things. What to look That's for. That's a good idea. And then on top of that, then talk about what shots to take. Yeah. Where to take them. And I don't, I don't mean just hunter safety course. No, no, no. Safety no, course doesn't really go over. Like no, that. no, no. They're they're, they're trying just, to make sure people aren't getting you know, killed. They're like, yeah. hey, make sure you wear your strap. Don't shoot, shoot each other. Right. Even, you know, make sure you wear arch. <laughs> I want to go a bit beyond that, but what no, I, I think I think it's a I really great idea, do, and I don't know how to do it. Is I want to show people how to clean a deer. So um without like like literally show them, but yep. like I don't, I don't know how you do it. What do you because you can't I here, mean here's here's I the, can't go find a diver deer. Actually you can. Um and there's a couple of different ways to do it. But um if you went to the the hunting show um that Travis was at, um they think, actually did that. They did. Uh, you can go to some of these um, uh, different uh, you know, conventions or whatever, and they bring out deer that have uh, that they got from the state or whatever that were hit by a deer, you know, hit by a car deer or something. By deer? Yeah, <laughs> deer by deer. <laughs> Sorry, there's deer on deer deaths around <laughs> So that was good. Deer on deer death. Um, so, um, but no, they they had a guy in there that showed that demonstrated how to clean a deer and all that stuff. Um, what we're you know, and one of the things that you and I talked about, and I'll I'll film this. You know, I'm going back out to Kansas uh, tomorrow. Um, I'll I'll be headed out there for the rest of the month. And if I get a deer, my brother 
I'm, I'm telling you, the guy is phenomenal. So what we're going to do is we're going to put, we'll see how long he stays up, but we're going to, I'm going to get him to show you how to really legitimately clean a deer. Uh, he can do it really fast, but he's very informative. Everything, you know, I learned how to do it from him. Um, but he's, he's, he, he knows how to do this and he's really good at teaching people how to do it. So we'll get a video of it. Um, but I think that'd be really cool to, to have somebody in person because, you know, if you're going to shoot a deer, you need to understand there's a smell to it. You know, there's a smell. Um, it's, it's, it's the only thing that smells like that. Yep. And, and there's no other way you can explain like cavity. it. cavity. It's yeah. not, it's not a putrid smell. No, either. it's not bad. It's just, it's a just weird smell. Yeah. It, it very, very irony, you know, uh, very something. I don't know how to explain it, but, um, but like with my brother, you know, he does a really good job of educating people on these things. And, you know, when we get a deer, we're going to do, we'll, we're going to video it, but I think it would be cool. And we could probably do something. I wonder if we can get that posted. Yeah, we can do it. I already checked with YouTube. Really? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, you can't show, so they have a lot of different things. Like, um, you can't show the point of impact. So if you're shooting a, you know, shooting a, a deer, you're not supposed to show, point of impact and the deer dying or anything like that. There's, there's statements there, but once the deer is actually dead, um, it's just like anything else. They can, you can show people how to process it, but it comes with a warning and all this other stuff. So it's actually not a bad deal. I, I checked can it out. Skin a buck? Yeah, I can run a trot line too. Yeah, you have to do it. That's where I was going with that. If you don't know what line that's from, you can Google that and figure out what line that is. Yeah. Cause I am a country boy and I can survive. Everybody knows where I'm going with their songs now. Um, no, but I always thought how neat it would be to do like a seminar. So like, dude, I think it'd be great. Well, I, I was thinking like in our house, like where we have a property at, with this big ass yard up front there, and I thought how cool that it's middle of nowhere, you know? Yeah. How cool that'd be to have everybody out there because people always say, oh, I want to learn how to hunt. I wish somebody would show me. Yeah, all the time. And say, okay, look here, here's the date. Everybody yep. show up. There's like 50 people. Yeah. And I'll show. We'll, we'll as a group, we'll go over yeah. all. This we'll show kind you how of to stuff. use a self climbing tree stand and not kill yourself. You know. You know. Um, and explain to you why you should be shooting from the tree because right. then it limits you from hitting people's houses. Right. You know, all those kind of things that, that people don't think about. Yep. You know, that doesn't go on. A self-climbing stand is a nightmare. Oh, they are. I don't, I don't use them anymore. I'm, I'm so far removed from, I mean, and, and the other thing too is like in Kansas, Missouri, there's not a lot of trees. Um, where we're hunting, there's not a lot of trees. And the ones that are out there really aren't big enough to try to self-climb. <laughs> um, and most of them are locust trees, and that sucks. I'm not trying to well, self-climb a locust tree. Get wrong. <laughs> you get really high yeah. in a climber. Oh, yeah. If you if you trim the branches. Oh, yeah. But damn, I'm not doing at it. At the bottom of that falls off, you're yeah. stuck up there. Yeah. Just, well, now they got the chains that hold them still, together, I mean, and nobody ever remembers to hook them together. What if you didn't tie it up? Oh, and, and it happens a lot. Long, yeah. Just, you better around. hope that you got back, you know, your, your, your phone you still. Do you get to wrap around with a rope and shimmy down the thing? <laughs> you know. Good, but. Yeah. Tie terrif- your shoelaces together. Terrifying. Bear grills it or something, you, you know? know? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Don't Dakota Myers, because he's a liar. Or is it Dakota Myers? No, it's Coyote. 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 Dakota Myers. Is that a person? Yes. Is that the, the award-winning guy? The guy that won the, 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 the Medal of Honor? Never mind. He's a great guy. Not <laughs> Dakota Myers. Now you screwed up. No, I'm you? talking about... Um, yeah, you're talking about Coyote. Coyote what? Peterson. Peterson. Yeah. How do I get those two confused? I don't know. Coyote Peterson. I can't talk. You can't talk. It's been one of those nights. Coyote right? Peterson lied about Bigfoot. He did. I broke your heart. To my face. Yeah. Um, in cursive, in cur- I was. I really thought that was real too. <laughs> well, I wasn't sure it was really a bigfoot, but I thought he found a skull. For oh sure. lord! 
I didn't think it was a fake story. Yeah. That didn't make me sad. I thought that was for real. Yeah, no. We lost all credibility in the industry. Um, but <laughs> what industry? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stupid TV show industry. Um, so we were, uh, uh, anyway, so that's kind of our, that was our duck thing. Well, we were, I do want to talk about what I think with ducks. Duck yeah, go for it. Um, so today we were cleaning all the, the waterfowl guns. Yeah. Um, which get really, really dirty, really, really fast. Oh God. Yeah. And we just decided we do that today. That's what we did. Yep. And, um, well you did it. I kind of sat there. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Well, I appreciate that. One was really bad, but we were talking about it and I was, um, what size shells do you use? Oh, all right. So that's a good question. Because um, this, I find a lot of different opinions. On this. So on 12 gauge, I only shoot three and a halfs. Only. I use three and a halfs and I pick. So now is this with everything or geese or birds or everything that flies? Um, no. Um, so turkeys, geese, and mallards. Let's take turkeys out of it. Okay. Well, okay. Turkeys, we're taking out. That's a whole turkey load. Shoot turkey load. Shoot turkeys. Three and a half. There you go. Yeah, three and a half. That's it. That's tungsten. the end of that story. Don't three and a half tungsten. Else. That's it. <laughs> if you're going to go to turkey hunt and spend the money, yeah. buy the five rounds that are yep. $25 or Always whatever. more than that. More than that. <laughs> yeah, they're I like $70 bucks now. Well, you know, there was 410. Somebody wanted 410 and I found some. And it was heavy shot. They yeah. How much was it? And it was like $40 oh, yeah. a box. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And they were like, why is it so insane. much money? I was like, I don't know. Price of tungsten. Yeah. But go ahead, sir. No, so um, so I shoot. He, here's, here's what's really neat about... 12 gauge three and a halfs. You can take 12 gauge three and a halfs and you can shoot. I shoot number twos, right? I don't shoot BBs. That covers pretty much everything. Now, there are companies out there like Migra. Migra is kind of a, they've got kind of like a niche market. They're phenomenal ammunition. Uh, kind of, a, uh, you know, newer to the market, but they, they have, um, they kind of took the idea away from turkey hunting. And they they have a mix, so you'll you can buy like two four. So the shot the shot inside of a three and a half will be a shot, you know, a, a, a size two ball and a size four ball, or you can buy um, three sixes or something like that. And all of that came directly from the tungsten shot um, that turkey hunters use. Like I shoot a mix. Um, like when I do mine, I either buy it or I I make my own and I shoot a mix of seven nines uh for kansas and i can't remember what i shoot for missouri but you can't shoot nines in missouri so um they got to be small they got to be bigger than nine so you got to go down to like a i think it's like a, a, a seven ducks or just in general no turkeys just turkeys i thought we were talking about turkeys. i know but they took the same idea from turkeys using a mixed shot so like a seven nine shot the turkeys do they took the same idea and they put it into a duck load and they get these, you know, regardless of what you shoot, they they got these insane um, feet per second out of it. I mean, they were getting, you know, good 13, 1400 feet per second, which, you know. I find the 13s about the top. I shoot a 1550. That's insane. Yeah. If I can, and that's all I care about, really. If I'm shooting three and a halves, if that box says that it will do 1550, um, there's some out there. They took them off the market. Uh, Remington Nitro Expresses. Uh, they shot 1700 feet per second. They were destroying guns. Um, it was insane. Um, but they get out Some there. Some of that stuff that's like 15 is destroying guns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I and, can't imagine 17. But you got to realize, I mean, look at the gun. You saw my guns. Mm -hmm. I, I don't shoot I don't shoot cheap guns. So if would I put a three-and-a-half-inch shell in a 870 Express and shoot it at 1550, you know, they're shooting 1,500 feet per second? No. You know, Woodstock guns? No. 
just hang it up. You know, synthetic duck you guns. Even put it in express. It wouldn't even fit in express. It will. Express in three and a half. Magnum three and a half. They've got a three and a half eight seventy. That's a Magnum eight seventy. Oh whatever. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Just telling you what you're saying. <laughs> Sorry. That makes sense. I'm, so um, you know, so that I was just curious about that. Um, so what, what yeah, you were using. I use three and a halves. I try to go for you know thirteen to. I like fifteen fifteen hundred feet per second. I don't pay attention to the load ounces. To me, it really doesn't it doesn't matter that much. Um, I do. I have found that I really like shooting high brass, high quality um, shells. What I mean by that is some of the shells that I've shot in the past, and I'll say their name, Kent, right? Kent shotgun shells are the dirtiest shooting shells on the planet. And if you're only going out for a day and that's what you can get, cool, go shoot them. I'm not going to say anything, but if you're out for three, four days and you're shooting Kents, great. Go shoot Kents. And when you get home that night, clean your gun. Um, I'm a firm believer in <clears throat> if I'm taking a life, you know, if I'm going out there to hunt to yeah. do something, and that's my goal, Yep, I'm not using cheap ammo. Yeah. Well, Kent's not that cheap anymore. Used well, to be. But, but you know what I'm no, saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to use the high end, whatever's yep. really good. I, I And I like... Um, this year, I'm going to try something new. I've always hunted with um, blind sides, and uh, they're great ammo. Not not knocking on it, anything like that. I just couldn't get any. Um, I've I've got some migra left over. Um, that's a whole different story. We'll talk about some other time. Um, but uh, I'm shooting Rios this year. Um, Rios, good stuff. I like Rio, uh, I, and I noticed it with my guides last year. Uh, they started shooting Rios, and they they you know when the guides you're shooting it, you know it's good stuff. So. Rios for years. People didn't know what it was. Yeah. But they've been using it in competition for a long time, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's a competition. Um, and it's a 1550. So, I mean, uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm, and I'm shooting number, I think it's a solid two. I can't remember if it's a two four or solid two. I'll be curious to see how Anna does with three inch uh, 20. Yeah. You're going to put three inches in? I'm just going to start shooting ducks. She can shoot three, two and three quarter. Now that 20 gauge should be fine. That's what you mean. I'm going to shoot threes. Yeah. All right. It's up All to right. her. Uh, no, it's she not. It's up to, to whoever's buying the shells. She wants to hit something. Well, my niece, um, my niece is as tough as they come. I, mean, I think she'll be fine. I think she. I mean, the only problem with Anna was the was more like the pull issues. Yeah, yeah. You know, for the shoulder. Yeah, but okay. She got that youth gun, so yeah. I don't think she'll have any problem. I think okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Anna's tough. So, um, but my niece shoots a uh, twelve. Yeah, she. My niece shoots a twelve gauge, two and three quarter. She won't shoot three inch or three and a half inch. Um, and she's. I mean, she's tough as nails. I mean, she pulls triggers on three hundreds and. No issues like that, but she hates shooting anything bigger than two and three quarters. Speaking so. of all this stuff, yeah, um, I don't have the dates. I have it. I'll I'll post it somewhere, or I'll make sure I have it next time. Loudoun County Fairgrounds, Loudoun County Fair Board mm-hmm. is doing turkey shoots again. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. we were so talking, we about, talking this. about that. Yeah, so the turkey shoots will be coming back. Yeah, um, they said did some last year. They're gonna do some this year. We we donated some stuff to it. Um, I think we're providing the shells for it coming up. Um, and they're twelve gauge, right? Yeah. You you bring the gun. You're not providing guns, though. Um, or are you? I don't know exactly. How that's gonna be. I mean, I'm pretty sure if you don't have a gun, and you want to go, you can use somebody's gun. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that's 100, percent but right. I've yet to been to a turkey shoot where people didn't try to get you to use their guns. You know what I'm saying? I'm not letting anybody shoot my um, turkey gun. People try ever. to. People always try to let people shoot their guns, but not my turkey gun. You can shoot anything else you want, but well, I, I offered it to you. That's a that was a pretty big thing. But they're uh, so they're gonna have it, and it's by the shell. You know, that's for yeah. the, by the shell, and it's all charity, right? 
you know, it's all charity. I think it goes to the fair. That's fun. Cool. Um, and there's some cool prizes. We're giving some gift cards. Um, I think they were pretty substantial. Um, some of the, but damn, just to have a turkey shoot again. Oh yeah, they're all gone. I Nobody love turkey shoots. If you don't know what a turkey shoot is, because I guess it's, I assume people do, but a lot of people are like, oh, do you shoot a turkey? No, you don't shoot turkey. It's no. um, they call them turkey shoots because you used to win turkeys. That was right. like people would win a turkey. So they just set up, and I don't know what the distance is or all the the exacts, but they shoot up a target, and you put some birdshot in, and you fire, and whoever has the round closest or the most in the center wins. And it's it's kind of a crapshoot. It's kind of like gambling, but everybody has their guns that they swear are the best. And uh, yep. it's a it's a fun, there's all these rules, and you see all these like thirty inch guns and you know, all this crazy <laughs> stuff. So. But it's uh, you see your great 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 grandfather's double barrel <laughs> shotgun that's sitting yeah, out black there, black powder flint <laughs> rifles. Or, <laughs> But so but, you actually know why they so yes they used to give away turkeys but the the real idea was is that the turkey shoots would people would brag about their turkey guns right and how well they patterned and like my turkey gun can pattern pretty better you know is is pretty impressive. I wish I had pictures of these guns that these guys. Have. So most people yeah. just have a gun. They, yeah. they don't they don't make them. But some of the guys that really get into it. They have turkey shoot guns. Yep. And I tell you, you could never shoot hunt with the damn thing. Oh God, it hurts. It hurts. <laughs> It hurts. It, they're long. Tremendous. And they're summer bolt action and single shot. All yeah. Kind of stuff. They're just like the most ridiculous things ever. They're really funny. Oh, yeah. Um, but I like that they're bringing that back because there's not a lot That's of That's awesome, man. Turkey, I, turkey yeah. shoots sounds fun. Um, turkey shoots are fun. They're a lot, a lot of fun. People, so. people go out there and sell the camaraderie thing, another community thing that I like. Um, and we're going to go, we're going duck hunting, right? 26th. Is that what it is? Yeah, November 26th. That's all coming up so fast. Dude, I'm flying back just for that. You know that, right? Yeah, I'm flying back just to Turkey Hunt with you. Let's see how the weather is. It's so weird because right now it's in, we're in November. I don't know. Yeah, so we're gonna go. For, we're gonna go turkey hunting. That should be fun. No, and we're then, going duck hunting. Sorry, duck hunting. That's right. And then um, we're trying to get snakehead fishing a couple times. I think before the season's over. Yeah, y'all are gonna do that without me though. They that are sucks. Pressing on. I got people that want to go like crazy too. Multiple people. But it's it's a season. I was. I don't have the picture. I want to go so bad. Hey, can you send me that picture he sent you, Anna? Travis. Travis's uh, snakehead stuff. Yeah. Yeah, didn't he send you a picture? <laughs> you showed it to me. Yeah. Well, okay, I was going to show you, but he's been he's been filling the boats. Well, I don't see filling the boats. I put them, but oh, he's been shooting some snakes. A whole so. bunch of snakeheads. Yeah. So, I mean, and that goes from, and it was what they said before. When well, we he were fishing, said October, November. In the summer, they said, you'll get Spring them here and there, but there's not that fall. many. But fall, they are everywhere. And they've yeah. been saying they've been slaying them. So, yeah. I'd really like to, I'd like to get out there right now. Snatch as many as I can, fillet yeah. them out, freeze them, and then you have it all winter because it's really, really good food. Yeah. If I didn't already have, you know, if I wasn't already going back out to Kansas, I'd, I'd love, you know, Kansas, well, Kansas and Missouri. But if, if I didn't already have that planned out, I'd be shooting some boat or shooting some fish. By the way, I'll let you borrow my new boat. Oh, your fancy boat. Yeah. Yeah. Probably, um, all about that. Yeah. So it's a, Is that a push button. No. Real? No, it's a, it's a regular bottle. Okay, yeah, because I'll screw up push button real long. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, so that's no, that's cool. So that's that's going on. Um, the turkey shoot stuff should be coming up, and that'd be really cool. I'd like to get everybody's information on that, so people can get out there and actually. Do so, that. how do they get signed up? How do they find out about think it? We have anything set up quite yet. Are they going to do it through the shop or? What's that? Day up. So it's day up. So no pre sign up or anything like that. Do they have a limit on how many people can show up and shoot? No, not that we're aware of. Oh, cool. All right. So day of. Um, um, if you if you have a gun, if you build a competitive turkey shoot gun, yeah. Um, you uh, 
you have to reach out to the fair random people. I don't know. I think they put a link up. I'll find the link for it. But there is is a, a rule book. Okay. For what you, <laughs> no you 39 inch barrels it with, cuts off know. at 30 something yeah. and you can't have full sleeved barrels yeah. um, and there's a just, you type your tire your truck pack can be so tight you know yeah. that kind of stuff <laughs> um but no that so that looks really really fun i'm no excited 599s on the chokes and stuff um, so. yeah i mean there's crazy stuff out there that people try to do um that's cool you know that's that's really what's going on now we're getting into the holidays so yeah. if you uh you're looking to get stuff for the for the family for holidays. We've got all kinds of stuff over here. Come get it, pick it up. Yeah, at the store. What um, you gonna do for the holidays? I don't know. We're going I know for Easter we're going to my. Oh, so that's kind of cool. Easter we're, isn't. Oh my gosh, I am so tired today. I can um, tell, man. You're not on it. So for Easter, you need to alpha brain or something. For Easter, we're gonna have a ham. <laughs> um, no, on um, <laughs> on Thanksgiving we're going to my sister's. Right. And we're actually getting a fresh turkey. Oh, like a like a Naranga set or something like that? No, I don't know what that means. We're getting a turkey from Anna. What are we doing? Who's it from? Pick up your mic. Here. The turkey is coming from Tree Hill Garden and Roundhill. Yeah, we they they do the turkeys we buy them from. Really? Yeah, beautiful turkeys. Yeah, yeah. They're probably Naranga sets. I don't know what a Naranga set is. That it's type, type of turkey. turkey. Yeah. Um, they're white. <laughs> Oh, then that's not a Naranga set. I just think it's cool because we, I always say to my uh, my family, if you guys want our first turkey, she always does turkeys. And uh, we never get to do it. And this time we got to do it. How do you it. cook your turkeys in the oven? Jesus, that's a monster freaking turkey, dude. Holy smokes. Who's the guy holding the turkey I up? I don't know. I hope he likes being on the camera. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> 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 oh, where's the lawyer when we need him? <laughs> um, that was from public. Yeah, that was no, from no, I got some page. Um, I think it's when I, I think it was a curse son-in-law or something. So um, no, so that's Miss Terry. She has what was it called again? Our Anna delay is very slow today, folks. Sorry. School Hill Gardens. School Garden. Hill Gardens. Um, they got all kinds of cool stuff. They're out there, and it's I guess it's still considered Round Hill. Okay. It's a little out there, but she's got like um, Round Hill is not that far from here. It's not. It's not like that part around. It's a little farther. Out. It's a farm. Right. So there's no farms in this little section around here. It's a little farther out. Right. But she's got all kinds of cool, like fresh vegetables and oh, that's cool. chickens and eggs and beef and yeah. all that stuff you can buy from her. It's just like a little shack out front. You know, it's not a shack. It's like a shed. Shed sounds. Or I don't know what sounds right. It's farm stand. But it's it's got like refrigerators in there, and you yeah. go and you buy whatever you want. Just put money in a jar. Yeah, it's farm stand. It's super cool. She's like the best stuff ever. So we um we bought a turkey this year. That's cool. In advance, so yeah. we have a turkey. They sell, so they sell. Oh out. yeah, they sell out in yeah. Jersey. So I'm trying to get. She has really good like pork too. Yeah, try to get like a whole half a pig from her, but I don't know if that'll work. So, this story. This reminds me of something I wanted. Uh, Allie's gonna kill me, but um, so I got home the other day. I came home and she goes, "Hey, uh, you want to go on an adventure?" This is my wife, right? Well, of course, let's go on an adventure. And she goes, all right. So she punches this thing in in the, in the GPS and says, all right, follow this. Says, okay, so we follow this. And we're coming out to Percival, but, like, all on the back roads, right? And, like, uh, Harmony Church Road and all that stuff. And, I mean, like, way back, right? And then we get to this little, like, 90-degree curve, and it's like a one-lane road. And I'm looking, and I'm like, where are we? And it's nice, but I'm like, where are we? And she goes, oh, we need to go down there. So we turn in this driveway and go down there. <laughs> I kid you not. My wife took us on an adventure to go buy pumpkins. 
to go buy pumpkin, not not like pumpkins, like carving pumpkins, but and and I think it's pretty cool because she went to go get Hubbard squash, right? That's a type of pumpkin. They're the ugly pumpkins, right? And these blue Hubbards, right? So apparently they make the absolute best pies. And if you've ever had my wife's, you know, pumpkin pie, it's fresh, made from scratch. It's absolutely the most amazing I didn't thing know on the planet. Oh uh, yeah. There's multiple. <laughs> apparently, there are there are way way different. I mean, so many different types of pumpkins out there. But uh, that was my adventure with my wife. <laughs> we went pumpkin hunting, and it was it's actually kind of cool. So. so, I'll tell you something really quick. Uh oh, probably shouldn't share this story. Uh oh, yell at me afterwards. It's really funny. So, <laughs> don't piss off the producer. She's still got to end this. So, I got a friend named Pat. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I got a friend named Pat, really good friend of mine, I've been friends for years. And uh, he was he lived out here for a while. Right. He lives, <laughs> he lives in New Jersey now. Right. Um, and he has a, a business where he does uh, like lawn care and stuff like that. So he is big into the musky fishing too. Okay. So he has a friend, oh, um, no. a new friend that he met, um, who is also into musky fishing. Okay. And I'm not gonna say any names or anything, but the musky fishing community in this area, like the guides, are very, very competitive. Really? Oh, my God, yeah. Your guy is? Very, oh, they all are. They all okay. are very, very, very competitive. Very So there's, like, groups. So it's, like, the group that all works together and the group that works together. And they don't get along with each other. Okay, just, Hatfields and McCoys. It's a thing that they, they just don't get along. And I mean, like, they don't get along. I won't go into how bad it is. Apparently it's they, pretty bad. They don't get along. And um, it's for me, I think it's kind of humorous. <laughs> so... Pat calls me and says, hey, I want to go fishing with this new guy that I know. Right. He wants to come down to Virginia to fish because we've been up there in New Jersey. But by the way, I would have just kept going like northwest. Before right. Yeah. But whatever. It's up to them. He says, can you give me the phone number to the guide? And I said, your guide. A guy that I know. I'm not going to say who it was. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I said, yeah, sure. I'll give you his number. So what I do is I actually go on my phone and I give him a number for somebody that has the same name that's not even associated whatsoever. On so, purpose? Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so he calls that guy and he says, he's got the first name and he's like, hey, da, da, da. the guy's like, hey, um, Pat, I know who you are. This is not who you think it is. Um, <laughs> just a heads up. Um, <laughs> I think Mark might be screwing with you. Da, 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 da. So he's like, dude, da, 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 da. I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry. Yep. I'll give you the number. I'm just messing around. So then I sent it and I thought about it. And I thought, man. And I go on Google. And I find the competitive guide to the guy that we use. Oh, no. And I give Pat his phone number instead of the guy we use his phone number. So he calls him, sends him a text. The first thing he does is he says, hey. So and so, oh, you are so blah, 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 blah. <laughs> do you remember me? I went fishing with you. Blah blah blah. blah. Um, I'd like to set up another trip. Da, 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 da. Oh my so goodness! The, so the guy calls him, calls him back and says, "This isn't so and so. This is so and so. What are you talking about? Who are you talking? Who'd you go fishing with?" Da, 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 da. Oh, and he's like, "Oh my god, what do I do?" So he starts talking to him, and now the guy's like. Oh. Now that guy's like competitive. Now oh, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Like, he's like, well, I'll catch more fish than that guy'll catch fish. Oh, yeah. Do you yeah, want to go? Yeah. Take, oh, I, that's take, terrible. Uh, take, take, I'll, I'll take you out. What days do you want to go? Da, 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 da. So now Pat's like, 
what do I do? This guy's texting me. I don't know what to do. I can't be addicted to stop texting him. He's asking me all these questions. And <laughs> da, 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 da. So, so he's real, he's real frantic about it, you know? Oh my so, God. So then I call the guy that I know right. and I tell him what I did. And right. he thinks it's pretty funny. So I said, I'm actually going to give you, Pat, your real number. But when Pat calls, you should mess with him too. <laughs> So, so Pat calls the actual guy. I feel terrible for this guy, Pat, <laughs> already. The, I've never met and him. And the guy goes, the guy goes, yeah, we can go fishing, but why is this other guy calling me saying that you're, 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 you're trying to go fishing <laughs> with him and all this stuff? And Pat's like, I'm not trying to do anything. Marcus, give me the wrong phone numbers. Da, 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 da. So it's pretty funny, right? Pretty good. I think it's over. I think that's the whole story. Oh, God. There's more. But wait, there's more. Pat calls his buddy that he's going fishing with, the other guy he's going fishing right. with. And the guy goes, he goes, hey, what days did you book? And he said, hey, I booked blah, 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 blah with this guy down there. He goes, cool, guess what? I booked da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. After that, with this other guy, it's the guy that I was texting him with. <laughs> oh, my God. So now he's got to go meet the guy. Now he's terrified the guy's going to put – Two and two together, it's the same phone number and his name's the same and all this stuff. So I thought that was pretty good. Oh, that is that's terrible. That is note to self. Don't ever ask Mark for a guide's phone number ever. It was fantastic. (laughs) So yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. That's that's funny. Giving him competitive numbers. Oh, that's terrible. Well, I can tell you, um, you know, as far as guides go, uh uh we've been I've never like I I think I told I told you how I met Travis was uh through a different duck guide service right and he was guiding for a different group now he's got his own thing so um you meet all kinds of people guiding and and you know i i think that the duck world is probably the same as the as the musky world i mean they're well, pretty competitive you know, in, all these, in many senses so. all these guys it takes like small small groups like yeah. two to four people yeah you tend to you tend to find that they work as a, a group and then what happens is you sign up with the group oh yeah and then you work with one guy yeah and then you just stick with that guy if you liked him oh, yeah. if you didn't you go to the next guy and yeah. until you find that guy that you like Yep. Within the group. And even with me, you can talk about catching fish all day long. Yeah. That's great. If you if you're boring or you're not fun to be with, I don't <laughs> even, I'll go with the guy I'm most likely to catch fish with. Yeah. Because if I'm gonna be with you for eight hours, right. I don't want to be with a terrible person right. for eight hours. So a lot of times when you find those good guides, it's like oh, you don't yeah. want to go with Well, you met else. Travis. I mean because you just you know what I mean? You don't want to be with somebody <laughs> yeah. boring. It's just like no. You know. Especially in the duck blind. Number one, it, it's always miserable weather. Always. I mean, if you're not if if it's not miserable, well, they're not gonna land. They're not gonna land. Yeah, and same. and you just you're wasting time. Um, but you met Travis. And Travis is 100 miles an hour all the time. I mean, the Greg Army is a real thing. So, uh, and, and but it, it, what's really kind of cool is like um, I have guides that we use out in Kansas. And um, when we're hunting out there, those guys and each one of them is unique in their own way. You know, um, they're, they're all, you know, Trevor, Casey, Duty, um, all kind of came from the same thing and they've split and done their own stuff and it's it's but you're right when you're in a you know if, if you're not having a good time if your guide is just like uh, it's horrible i mean it's, it's not a good it's not a good trip and i mean unless that's what you want i mean if you're out there you don't want to you, you're not a social you know social person like like ali I, I i swear ali could go out there and not say a word and shoot and do whatever and be completely fine with it but that's i, I not also me. feel like if you're not talking i can't make any comment <laughs> like I can't like, like if you're not talking can't talk shit no no that too <laughs> but I can't be like can we can, can I I think I saw something or, you know 
if you're not talking, I don't feel like I can make any suggestion. I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and be quiet. Like, oh, uh, yeah, no. no, no like no. when we had the competition going on the other side, and the one yep. captain was getting nervous. Yeah. And he just, like, stopped talking, just kept taking us some places. And I was like, I think I saw that. Never mind. <laughs> it's not a big deal. You calm down. It's yeah. really... It's just tacos. It's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean. But oh, know, yeah. so I. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, I find that it's that that's that's worth. I love it. Gold. I absolutely like love like it. um we go out to Ocean City with those one guys and they're just funny. They're just bottom. Guys. Who's that? Bottom, bottom bouncers. Yeah, bottom or whatever. Bouncers. They're funny. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I like to be around people that are entertaining. Yeah. He gave me a bullhorn and I was yelling at people on the channel on the way back. Oh my god. At people on the shoreline. <laughs> True story. So it was really you know I just they're they're pleasurable people. Yeah. But yeah. The worst is when you get around somebody that sucks and that's the worst part about booking. Yeah, a trip you don't know. You yeah. get there and this guy's terrible. You're like, but the when you first get there, everybody's kind of terrible. Yeah, because they're kind of like everybody's feeling each other out. They're not talking much. They're trying to figure out who's the jerk, and they're like, oh, it's just Mark. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> so it's you know, it's kind of funny, but uh, I don't know. And and I mean, you and I have kind of similar personalities in that I'm you know I'm loud in your face, kind of you know I don't really care, and you know I'm gonna ask questions. And I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do whatever and. If if I need to ask a question and you're not communicating to me, uh, that's a problem, right? You know, if, if I'm out hunting with you and I'm trying to, you know, decide, and this is what makes a good, I mean, honestly, we shouldn't have named this podcast, you know, what makes a, a good guide, you know, and entertainment is probably number one on my list. And that's why I like, I like Travis so much. But um, the other part of that is, are they good at their job? Like our guides out in Kansas, you, I mean, the one guy, um, Trevor is, you know, he's a four-time duck calling champion. He's got all this stuff going on. And, I mean, uh, Casey and Duty are phenomenal. And, I mean, they're just good at their job. But they're also fun to be around. So, you know, you those are the two things that I look for. But I'm also the point, like, when I get when I get to the point like bow fishing, right, if I suck at it, I want somebody to be able to tell me what I'm doing wrong, right? You know, if I'm missing ducks, I'm shooting ducks and I'm missing – want somebody to be able to tell me, hey, look, you know, lead them a little bit more. You're leading them too much or, you know, uh, think about this. And, you know, all of those things play into a role, and those guys work hard for their money. When I'm on a boat, if I'm not catching anything, I'm like on the guy, like, what am I doing wrong? They're like, nothing. If I'm not doing anything wrong, I'm like, pick a rod up. Yeah, you're fishing too. You're fishing. Either either you're lying to me or we just need more opportunity. So just throw a rod in the water and see what happens. Absolutely. I prefer when they're fishing. Oh, yeah. It makes just, me feel more comfortable. There. I'd rather because I'd rather pull as many fish as we can. Yeah, in the boat. Yeah. Now with duck hunting, you got to be careful with that, and and here's why. Um, so the limits on ducks can be strange, especially here, right? So you might have, you know, you might be able to have two teals, and you know this and this and this. Well, if your guide is hunting with you and they're shooting, and you, you know, you take it over, you know, you're over the bag limit for teal. Well, technically, you can use like in well in different states. It depends. Um, you can use your guide's bag limit, right? So they can, you know, you can go home with a guide bag limit. That is a lot of states are looking to get rid of that, and some of the states have gotten rid of that. Um, but it's a saving grace, right? So if your guide's not not shooting ducks, it's probably because you probably, you know, you might be a little bit newer. You can't, you know, you're just shooting ducks to shoot ducks. So. Uh, he doesn't want you to go home with a, you know, some type of citation, and that's a big citation. You know, you leave with three. You know, like when we were out um, hunting, uh, this was uh, – we were in uh, – I can't remember the name of the water, but it was Potomac, essentially, one of the outer sets. Chattahoochee? Of, no, it was here. Um, that's in Georgia. 
and Alabama. But anyway, so we're up and we were doing our thing and this swan came over. And if I was a quarter of a mile south, I could have shot that swan. So here's this. I can tell you the swan laws. I know what they are now. Um, and, I, and I thought I knew what they were then. But So there's two swans. Right. There's a Canada swan no. and an Arctic swan. No. What? Tund- tundra swan. <laughs> tundra swan. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's what you're thinking of. Yeah. And a mute swan. Mute swan. Okay. Tundra swan is a migrating. How are you so into swans? Mute swan is an invasive species from Europe. Okay. Mute swan eats submerged aquatic vegetation. They're very destructive to the ecosystem. I don't know this. How do you know this? You can completely shoot them whenever you want. They're they have no. They're they're just terrible animals. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, they're they're totally. Are they, did they bring them over to like look at them or something? They're the or pretty ones. Dec- oh, okay. So you know how a sweatback and yeah. bent neck. Yeah. yeah. Like a nice swan like you see in weddings. Yeah. That is a mute swan. Okay. All right. All right. A um, tundra swan. Looks like a big goose. Yeah, a, a freaking monster goose. Yeah, I mean, like that's, that's huge. Now I don't know. I could be wrong. It could have changed. But yeah. before, yeah, they were invasive. They wanted to kill them. Yeah, I don't know. We, have, you, we probably asked Travis about it. Out there. They're also extremely violent. <laughs> I've seen. I think I've seen videos of they're people strong. getting chased they're like, with them. They like break people's legs and stuff. They're super, super strong. That's insane. Yeah, if you get between them and their nest, and they nest in the uh, yeah. estuaries. It's over in the high grass. Yeah, yeah. They'll. They'll. If you get between them, they will destroy you. Huh. Yeah, we'll have to look into that one though. No, um, mute swans really, a uh, tundra swans really cool. Yeah, they were. They're that was a huge, that huge, was huge, huge, huge. That huge. was probably the second or third time I've ever actually seen a, I a don't tundra swan. Know what their season is or if they see whatever that was, yeah. but they're giant. They're like giant geese. Yeah, and then the mute swan is yeah. Oh, fact checking. A federal judge has put a stop to the culling of mute swans. Oh, when did he do that? Oh man. Wow, it's been a while. That is very outdated. Whatever. It used to be that way. Very outdated information. Did you look that up? Is that Maryland? Yes. Is it Maryland? Yes. What about other states? I don't know. I just looked up Maryland. Well. (laughs) 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 Okay, so don't do it in Maryland. Right. Really? They don't want you to kill them anymore. We'll have to look into it. Talk to Travis. I don't know. That's weird. Yeah, it is crazy. But I don't know. So, but the point is, you know, there's a lot of regulations to this. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of things that you have to do to kind of get right. Not to mention the amount of money that you're going to spend on camouflage because you're going to be in cold, crappy weather and you need it. So um, you're going to break my timer, aren't you? We're out of time. That's uh, what's telling me. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, uh, but that's one of those things we got to do. And uh, go out, you know, find a guide. Travis is a great one. There's a lot of really good guides out there. Um, if you're looking for a guide for something, some crappy ones too. For the so. most part, I could probably put you in touch with somebody for just about anything. Yeah, this, I can in this area. Um, well, if you're looking for Kansas, Missouri, I can hook. I can Kansas, Missouri, and South Dakota. I can hook you up there. So around here, we've got some guides. Not a lot of lot of uh, animal guides, but a lot of fish guides. Well, I got a lot of animal guides. We got some waterfowl guides, but you don't want to spend all you got around here. Really, not too many deer yeah. guides. Diamond Ranch out in uh, Arizona, New Mexico. They're phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, they want to come on the podcast, actually. So, what's your hat? Uh, which one what is, is English? Oh, English gutters. Uh, English gutters. <laughs> I've never seen you wear that hat before. No, no. So, uh, actually, he's. Um, I've known him since he was little. He used to date my niece a long, 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 long time ago. I mean, like, like elementary, middle school type deal. Now he's. Uh, now he's grown up. He's actually getting married uh, in November. I don't know why he decided to pick a November wedding. I think his wife just wants to keep him out of the woods, but. 
His name's Bailey English. He actually does a phenomenal job with um, seamless gutters, and he does um, siding. But he's down in Pensacola, so um, uh, he's he's great guy. Well, if you're listening to Pensacola, yeah, if this. you're listening to Pensacola, uh, Bailey's uh, <coughs> our uh, English siding and uh, seamless gutter. Uh, go check him out. Uh, highly recommend him. He's he's a good kid and Last he works thing hard. I wanted to touch base on really yeah. quick before we got go off for was um, we were discussing last week. I discussed Percival Eats delicious sandwiches. Yes. And today you had a sandwich from Percival Eats. I did. Um, I had a shrimp po' boy. Was it not delicious? That was absolutely they delicious. They make some really good sandwiches. Yes. Yeah. And their roommate sauce. I'm a Cajun, so their roommate sauce was on point. I got to give say, it to them. If you live in town. That little sandwich shop makes like five or six sandwiches or something like yeah. that, and they do like one sandwich a week, and that was the weekly sandwich. They need to sponsor us. And they they do so they don't need to sponsor us. They just give us a sandwich every week, and we'll talk about the <laughs> yeah, sandwich. We'll of the talk week. about how good it is. That'll be our new show. Talking about the sandwich. Yeah, at the uh, end, our yeah. last ten minutes is us talking about the sandwich. Box, yeah, what is that uh, unboxing of a of a Here's shrimp po' boy sandwich? Yeah. Here's your sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> everything everything I've had from there has been really really yeah. really good. So. Yeah. I just you guys were laughing at me last time when I said it, so that's how. You, and they're good. local, and he owns because he has um, that, and then he, the the pub. Yeah, the pub. He owns both places over there. So anybody that's local, I like to. It's Percival Eats, right? Mm-hmm. Percival Eats, Ashburn Pub, and then but, no, no, just the pub, the pub in Percival. He he owns Percival Eats, Ashburn Pub, and Percival Pub. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I don't Mark's know where facts today are just. That's a good thing Anna's here to fact check me because I'm all over the place. Right. I think we both were today. I don't know. I probably lied about a bunch of stuff. But I, what I didn't lie about is the quality of their damn sandwiches. There. <laughs> but, uh, but no, they're, they're, they were good. So I just thought it was funny that we had those today. And I thought yeah. we'd bring that up. So, and, uh, so yeah, it's going to be cool. Um, Anna, you got anything? Anna's going to have some really good sales going on on the website. We have a new download code for uh, a sale that she's having for the month of November. Yeah. Um, I think the code is... November 2022, and you punch that in, and there's a super savings deal. I don't know exactly what it is, but Anna's working on that for our website. And, um, yeah, we're going to have that going. So, And then uh, she's going to start getting some really cool merchandise in for Christmas time. Right, Anna? Christmas time merchandise. We have wrapping paper that's very outdoor-specific. Oh, what's your what's the gun stuff that the, um, the stuff you used? What's the name of that stuff? Break free? No, that wasn't break free. The stuff break you used on my gun. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Yeah. All right. Um, really good cleaner. I'm impressed with that stuff. I meant to tell you that. And uh, we'll talk about this. So we'll do is maybe next time we get on, we'll talk a little bit about what we use for cleaning stuff. Yeah. I think you might have somebody on that could maybe you and him could talk about that stuff because I won't be here. Oh, I meant the chemicals we use here. Yeah. But yeah, that's true. That's true. That could be cool. That's right. You won't be here next week. Nope. I might have some, I'll figure out some other people. Yeah. So. Well, we'll probably, we might, maybe we'll figure out how this remote podcast thing goes out and while I'm in Kansas and uh, get that worked out. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of neat. Yeah. We'll, we'll put a digital you up there. Yeah. Starlink. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah, Are you even using that out there? Does it work well? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we got to go. It's the end of the thing. We're 20 yeah. minutes over. And uh, that was it. Take kids fishing yeah. outdoors. Go all hunting. That kind of stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Got youth hunt days out. Um, so go, <laughs> go on the website. Uh, November 2022 is our code <laughs> for great savings. And it's NOV. You don't have to put the whole November. It's NOV Capital 2022. It starts tomorrow. Um, we'll have some sales on our website. And um, that's that. So have a good day. Cool. Bye, everybody. Oh, and there's a turkey shoot coming on. <laughs> You've been listening to 
the hunting quest. No matter how crazy, high-tech, or lazy the rest of the country gets, we will always be hunting and fishing. If that's you, you've found your new family. Thanks to our sponsor, Davis Guns and Gear. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. Reach out to us by email at info at thehuntingquest.com. And check us out on Instagram and YouTube at The Hunting Quest. See you next time.